Hey, everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. What's up, cousin? Baby. Oh, I'm so air. I, I have jet lagged for days. Let me, let's just talk about it. I don't even want to waste time. Mm-hmm. A, I'm mad that you didn't tell me you were going because I would have been a stowaway. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the unveiling, the uh, grand opening of Tyler Perry Studios. You were there in Atlanta, yeah. and I told you I didn't want to hear anything about it. Yep. I want you to start from, I arrived, I stepped out of the car, and go. Okay. So, basically, um, first let me go back a little bit further. The invitations that they sent out were like a video. It was like in a velvet box. You open it up, and it's got this video inviting you to Tyler Perry Studios. So he started What was fabulous. the video on? It was a video saying you're going to have this but experience. But, like, on what device? It was on, like, a little iPad kind You of get thing. to keep the iPad? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a little video player. That was the invite. So the, we already knew. So, and wait, he sent out iPads to everybody? It was, like, a, a big box. It looked like a record, like a little record player. Yeah. You open up this velvet box. The written invitations are in it for you to send back the RSVP. But then there's also, you open it, and it's a video player. My and it plays this continual video about the studio. So I got my box late. Mm. So I didn't really open it until much later <laughs> because I needed to send my invite by a certain date. So I, it didn't really occur to me even with that, even seeing it, just what it was going to be like. There were other people who put the opening of their box on their Instagram. That's how fabulous of it was. Of all the times for our mail to be mixed up. How Girl. I wish this had come to me. <laughs> it should have because you would have been ready for, for, for prime time. So we show up. So I had to do my show that Saturday and then haul ass and get on a flight. What? Jason and I had to meet and go immediately. I didn't have time to do glam. I didn't have time to do anything. What? I had a little Ralph Lauren dress. I threw it in my bag. I had a little church dress. I didn't even have a hat. You were supposed to wear a hat to the Sunday service. It was a two-day all-weekend event. Okay. Saturday was the opening, which started at 5 p.m. You had to be there at 5 because of Secret Service. So in all our minds, we're thinking, oh, the Obamas are going to be there. Oh. So we get there. So you had to go through Secret Service screening. You had to go through Secret Service screening just to get in. So wow. here's what we do. We land at, at um we land in, in, in ATL. And you know that's a giant airport. It is. We haul ass to our car. We get at 3.30, we arrive at the hotel where I had to quick change. Now, luckily, I'd had my makeup and hair done From at the work. Show. So I just zipped on my dress, touched up my makeup. We get in the car, and we're, like, racing. Because by the time I got done and Jason ironed his shirt and everything... It was like we got there like at five minutes to five. Mm. So we get there because the traffic is bananas. Like the traffic was crazy because it was the same weekend as the BET Awards in Atlanta. Oh, my so God. So hotels no, are booked the solid. the BET Hip Hop Awards. The BET Hip Hop Awards. Yeah. So hotels, solidly booked. Oh, Traffic, shoot. crazy. But we managed to get a room. Thank you to my amazing assistant. We managed to get a room. We get there. We then get in traffic. And now we're sitting in traffic. And we're like, okay, drumming our fingers. Because if you don't make it by five, you're not getting in. Oh, my God. We got there five minutes to five. So we get in. And the first thing that happens is you go through your secret service. They check your bag. Mm-hmm. You go in and you hit the red carpet. Right. So just in front of us in the red carpet names. is Samuel names. L. Jackson. Wow. And he loves you, by the way. And I had just met him for the first time. At Al Sharpton's birthday Literally party. Literally two days before at Al Sharpton's birthday party in New York City. And I'm a, such a huge Samuel L. Jackson fan. So did fan. he say, what's up, motherfucker? He, well, listen, <laughs> when we first met him at the party, we he came up to, like, the little, you know, VIP section. And we're like, Jason and I are like, you know, ready. We're ready to go in and talk to him. So we go in and I said, you know, we said we're both huge fans. Jason told him, you know, our kids are also huge fans of his. And so we're talking and he's like, Every other word was like kind of motherfucker. He was like, what's wrong with this motherfucker in Washington? This motherfucker. We were like, oh, my God, you're exactly the way you should be. 
He was perfect. I he literally him. is exactly the way you think he is. He's mad cool. He's really nice. He was funny. I was like, oh my. So you know, sometimes don't meet your heroes, you yeah, know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Not, Sam Jackson. did not disappoint. Samuel L. Jackson is, first of all, one of the nicest people ever oh. and mad cool. Spike Lee was at the party. All these amazing people at the party. So that was Reverend. This was Reverend Sharpton's party. Okay, go back to the red carpet. Yeah. And so then we get there, and so there he is, right? And then behind us, of course, is Congresswoman Maxine Waters. Of course. So we're in in between them. Auntie Maxine. Auntie Maxine. And so we walked up, we walked in with her. And um, so, of course... It's not a good time to be on the red carpet if you're between Samuel L. Jackson and Maxine Waters. Nobody wants to talk nobody to you. gives a shit. Like they're taking pictures of you just because they have to. Right. Like we're really not the important people, you know. And but as it was a journalist, awesome. you understand. Oh, totally. That. That's oh, 100%. the thing because you're like, okay, I would do the same 100%. thing. And I'm yeah. not a celebrity. Like I'm literally just. a This person is why that, I don't that, walk red carpets. When I've had publicists, they're always like, "Walk the red carpet." I'm like, "No, I don't like walking red carpets." It's just not my no. thing. I don't. I hate it. Yeah. But see, but you have the glamour level that you should do. It's just annoying to me. Yeah. But it but I mean so inside the waiting room, just the, the waiting room are all these other actors. You know I'm bad with names. I'll forget all the names. So I oh won't even go God! through them. I know, I know. You're but I wrote right down now. a bunch I need of them. Names. So Oh, she wrote them down. Okay. Yes. And so Did you see Halle Berry? We did not. Did you see Oprah? We did. Okay, so I'm getting to that. All right, so we get through the red carpet between Samuel L. Jackson and Congresswoman Maxine I'm glad Waters. That she took notes. <laughs> we took note. We went through, and then you get on um, a bus. Oh. This tour bus, which were brand new and just created for this event. So he had buses built? There were buses that they're going to be tours at this place. So when right. you go in, you're going to be able to tour it. Right. So you get on one of these tour buses, which are really nice buses because they're brand new. Yeah. And it takes you to the first suite, which is going to be where the party is. Okay. So you walk in. Everything is extremely fabulous. You walk a red carpet to get into the party. So there's another red carpet. Another red carpet. Okay. You walk through it, but it's just a red carpet on the ground. So there's no photographers. But you get off and people are snapping your photo the whole time because he has his photographers doing it. You go into this party. There's a there's a little bank of tables where they will take your shoes and they you check your shoes in and you get these super cute gold ballet flats for the women so that you don't have to worry about your feet hurting because they said the walkthrough was actually a lot of walking so you check your shoes. Then the stars start showing up. Oh my god! First person we run into Gladys Knight. Oh my god! I'm like in awe and we're trying to figure out we were she was at the next table she walks in and she gets on the next table so we're like okay we got to strategize. We got to go in and talk to her. I love you and Jason. <laughs> so we're trying to strategize, like, how to go over and speak to her. And um, she was extremely nice. Um, she's very, very friendly. She says hi. There's an actor there that was in, what's the movie where they said, um, whoop that trick? The in, uh, Oh, Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow. Uh, ter- uh, uh, Terrence uh, Howard. Howard, yes. So he was there. Taraji P. Henson? We didn't see Taraji P. Henson, but okay. we did see. So that's the first person So Terrence saw. Howard. Karen Tower. Okay. Second Empi- person. Or from Empire. From Empire. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Second person we meet, Anita so Baker. <gasps> so I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. First of all, and she's so tiny and beautiful and wonderful. And she knew who I was. Of course she does. And I freaked out because I'm like, oh my God, I love you. You're so what amazing. She what did she say? She said, I love your show. We wa- I watch your show and I literally almost fainted. She's very political. She's very political. Yeah. And she's super, super, super nice. Third person we meet, 
Stephanie Mills. Oh. Who I, when I said to her, when I was a kid, my cousin Janice, who's the singer in our family, uh. we used to straight up just sing the entire Wiz. Uh. We would, and we loved her versions of all the songs. Of all of so them. So we all would try to sing all of her songs because she has like a more of a pitch I can do. Yeah. And literally I told her, I said, when I'm I was sorry. a kid. Wait, what? She has a pitch you can do? No, you I can, can actually like sing Stephanie her songs. Well, I'm saying I can sing, I can sing like Stephanie Mills. I mean, who can sing like Stephanie Mills? But I would sing her songs all the time. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, because she has a lower pitch. She's I a know bit of a mean. lower pitch. Yeah. So I can, like Anita like Baker Donna and her, Summer. they're in my range, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and I told her, I said, we used to literally be try to be you. And she was so nice. She's so sweet. Be- beautiful, first of all. She looks like she has not aged a, a minute. She, she would come on this podcast anytime. 100%. Yeah. Next person we run into, Jennifer Lewis. I saw the video. Well, that was later. This oh. is at the party. Okay, keep going. So we're talking, and then Tamron Hall is there. So then this whole group of people. So we're talking about Jennifer. Uh, we're talking about Gladys Knight, Stephanie Mills, uh, um, Anita Baker. Right? They're all standing together. Tamron Hall is standing there. And then one more person came up. Oh, Jack A. Harry comes up. Oh, love. And I didn't see her. She me. came up behind me. Yeah. Me. And when I realized she was there, she's like, you that walked right in front of me. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, it's Jack A. Harry. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then the photographer walked up just it. at that moment, and they took that first picture that I posted on my Instagram. We oh. were all standing. Because literally, I'm like, I will never be in this group of women ever in my life, ever, ever. again in my life. Ever. So we all took a picture together. Uh, it was incredible. Angela Rye came. Like, lots of different people come. Oh. Then, as the room was fills Angela up... Angela Rye with Common? No. I heard they're back together. But Ooh. keep going. I didn't see him. <laughs> I, I can't say I saw him. Okay. Keep going. So then, the room fills up. You're, I mean, I'm talking about Solaris everywhere. I did see Taraji P. Henson, but she was across the room. And I didn't okay. want to, like, run over there, right? The room starts filling up. Oprah comes in the room. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, just like... Did you talk? Lynn Whitfield comes in the room. Did you talk to Oprah? I did not. Because she comes in and immediately sits down okay. in, like, this sort of you know, the premier little section where right, she was right, really right, surrounded right. by people and you really couldn't go okay, up to her. Okay. Um, the former mayor of Atlanta, Andrew Young, comes in. And yeah. He sits at one of the elite tables. I did go up to him and say hello of to him. Course. I've met him before. So Lynn Whitfield. Lynn Whitfield comes in. And the room just Greenleaf. starts filling up with celebrities. Lynn Whitfield, who I love, and I've met her love before. Her. She's really one of the coolest, she, down-to-earth, wonderful. Then, as the room starts to fill up, then all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, um, um, hold on a second. Beyonce and Jay-Z? Not yet. Barack Obama and Michelle? No. Tyler Perry. Oh, yes. So Tyler Perry gets up on the screen. Now the room is packed with different people. Oh, Ludacris was there. Jason, like, ran into Ludacris. And I didn't realize it was Ludacris because his hair is different. And then he was like, that was Ludacris. I was like, damn, that was Ludacris. Was he at braids or what's going on? Now he has, like, a short kind of style that's similar to what Jay-Z's hair looks like. Oh. So he's standing there. Jason says hi to him. So then we're standing there, and then I looked to the right. He was like, oh, wow, it is ludicrous. And he's like, yeah. Luda. He was like, Luda. <laughs> so then Tyler Perry gives this whole speech. Now, if you look to your left and look to your right, oh, you're seeing your star, 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 yeah. star, stars oh. everywhere. And you're like, I can't believe I'm standing in the room with these people. It's like right. 300 stars all in the room and oh. me. Okay? So then he says, he gives a speech about how important this was, how about this is a dream. He talks about the fact that this was an old uh, Confederate army base mm-hmm. and that for a black man to buy this 300 acres and turn it into something that can create progress and economic progress and stuff. He's talking. Before that happened, by the way, we turned to the right. And you know who we saw? Beyonce. The freaking governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp. Asshole. Jason saw him. This is actually before Tyler Perry came up, so I have to go back a little bit. He was like, he walks over to me, and this is literally what, what? Jason on one on one on one cocktail says, You would not believe what motherfucker is over there. <laughs> he sounded like Sam. <laughs> he turned Jason. into Samuel L. Jackson. You would not believe what mother and I'm thinking, wow, you are really loud with that motherfucker. He's like, the governor of Georgia. Look at his motherfucking ass over Tyler. there. I went over to get a drink and look at him right there. So of course the first thing I did is text Stacey Abrams. <laughs> 
and say, are Who you on there, your way? Right? She hadn't gotten there yet. Okay. I was like, are you on your way? Because the motherfucking governor of Georgia is here. Ugh. And so it was, and I'm thinking to myself, calculation now. Should I go up to him and say something to him? Should I not say something to him? And I'm making this calculation. But by the time I made my decision, Tyler Perry comes up. Mm. So I didn't get my opportunity. So I'm like, okay, okay fine. Because I would love for him to come on your show. Oh, he, listen, first of all, the fact that he showed up having run for office, downgrading Hollywood as being not important, as those are the Hollywood people, like he didn't need those jobs, and passing a law that would stop all women from getting abortions, which nearly drove all of Hollywood out, $9 billion business in Georgia. You know what? He had a lot of damn nerve, but he showed up. Well, I would imagine that for Tyler Perry to make that kind of deal, he probably had to shake some hands with some particular politicians. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Kasim Reed, the former position. mayor, was there, and yeah. he's the one who actually did the sale. Yeah, of the land to Tyler. Of the land to Tyler yeah. Perry, which ruffled a lot of feathers. So so really quickly, Tyler Perry gives his speech. Then he says, ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer Hudson. So across the room, Jennifer Hudson starts singing. She sings to Dream the Impossible Dream. People are crying. Oprah's looking like, oh, my God. Uh, you know, Gail King is there. All these celebrities are watching. And then after the finale of the song, the curtain opens up behind Jennifer Hudson, and they say, ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Perry Studios. You then walk down an enormous red carpet. And think about this. We're just walking between, you know, all of these celebrities. I turned around, and Gabernet Sidibe was behind me. Over to the, the Clintons are walking. You know, um, Jay-Z was walking. Now, Beyonce hadn't gotten there yet, but Jay-Z was there. At least I didn't see her. We walked up to Jay-Z, and we're like, hey, Jay-Z. We're all walking. To the left, they're showing you the NFL. We're walking and we're seeing to the left is the studio for Denzel Washington. To the right is the studio. These are the studios that are named named after after them. Will Smith has a studio over there. He even did one for um for for um he even did one for Diane Carroll? Halle Berry. Diane Carroll one. Halle Berry had one. Um Eartha Kitt? No. I was surprised that Eartha Kitt didn't have one, honestly. Mm. Bit surprised by that. Um, Spike Lee, that was the one. He that even did one a, for Spike Lee. That was a surprising Lee. one because the two of them have had bad blood over the years. Big bad blood. And Spike Lee is there. So as he's saying, Will Smith studio, Will Smith is there to, to, to usher it in. Oh, so the people are there. Yes. Shut up. Yeah, Cicely Tyson's studio, beautiful Cicely Tyson. And Cicely's standing there. there. Oh, my God. Will Smith is standing there. Now, Denzel wasn't there. Um, Harry Belafonte's daughter was there. Okay. Um, Halle Berry was there, yeah. this big hat. I saw that. And you walk down, and you're like to the left, to the right. All the these greats of black uh, <sighs> cinema are getting studios named for them, which is also really smart. Yeah. Because is Will Smith going to then open up a studio one day when he's already got a studio inside of Tyler Perry's studio? Hello. But also with their projects, they can bring their projects to their own to this, studio. To their own studio with they their name They can do projects and say, well, you know, I have this studio. And, you know what I mean? So you get to the end. And the <laughs> to me, this is the ultimate business brilliant move. The last studio you get to, which is actually facing you, the other ones are to the sides, these right, giant right, right. studios. At the end, Oprah. Mm. Now. If anybody in your life you thought was going to open up her own studio, it's Oprah. Yeah. But now there's already an Oprah studio. Yeah. Inside Tyler Perry's studio. And the Oprah studio is where the big party was. So that's where I did the song. That's where I actually, that's a song with that's Jennifer on my Lewis Instagram with Jennifer Lewis is there. Here's the people we ran into at the party. Diddy, Chris Tucker, Anthony Hamilton, um, the Clintons, both Bill and Hillary Clinton. I did go and say hello to Were them. Were they together? Yeah. Oh, nice. Sitting very, very chummy, beautiful together. They're actually very sweet together. Um, the the girls from The Real were all there. Lovely. Sonny Hostin was there. Whoopi Goldberg was there with her new blonde hair. I love it. Um, uh, let's see. Who else did we see? Who else did we see? Who else did we see? Uh, Monica performed. Mary J. Blige put on a full concert. Love it. 
um uh what's his name put on uh, 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 uh what's the song usher like, usher was there but i didn't see him neo i did not see neo um Monica also performed, and so did Johnny Gill, Ooh. who also performed. Ugh, I love him. And love. Tevin freaking Campbell. What? Out of nowhere, he's, he's, he starts talking about songs he used to love. You know, when did he sing Can We Talk? He sure did. Ah, this is my joint. Out of nowhere, every time that there'd be an announcement of a great song or something you love, that person would come up and sing. Oh, so- and think about the fact that these people are singing in front of some of the greatest singers ever. And they're and they're there listening to them sing. Patty LaBelle. I actually did go up and say hi to Patty LaBelle. You have to. And because she's awesome and incredible. And she watches my show. Of course she does. I was shocked. No, no, literally. And I did say hi to Bill Clinton. Um, of course I was there with April Ryan. So April will go say hi to everybody. I love April. And so I just followed April around, just saying hello to people because she just goes she has through. No shyness. She doesn't no have a shine on her body. The one per- person I didn't go up to, which I, I am still kicking myself, um, is Beyonce. Because everyone was going up to her, and I was and like, I don't want to really be that nice. one person. She's, I know. She's so lovely. You should have done it. I should have gone up to her. She's one of the nicest people that you would ever meet. Yeah, and my my former publicist used to work for her mom. <gasps> so we actually have a friend in common. So I should have gone up to her. Next time uh, I see you, Beyonce, I'm going to come up to you and go say hello. Um, but she was so inundated. I was like, you know what? Let me not be that one person. I heard she person. was in tears at one point at just just overwhelmed People by were crying. Everything that As was we going were walking on. through and seeing the studios, people were in tears. Because yeah. if think about it, and you said you know this this facility. Yeah, Fort McPherson, yeah. Um, a closed military base there in, in Atlanta. I grew up because my father, you know, was retired from the Air Force. And so as a child, I had those benefits for medical care. And so we would go there. I mean, up, up until I was 18, that's yeah. where I went for all medical service. When I had to go to the doctor, dentist, everything, and that's where we went on the weekends, you know, to the commissary to get our food. Yeah. You know, it, it was just... It was just a part of my life growing up. And now it's a studio so big, it's bigger than like, it's like the next three acres. studios combined. 300 yeah. acres. That's day one. It is the biggest studio lot in the country. In the country. And, and bigger, possibly in the world. Right. And it's bigger than the next two largest combined. Yeah. That's how big this thing is. It's huge. It's so huge. You said they had a, a replica of that actual White House. So very like quickly. Like full size. I'm going to give you day two. So okay. that was day okay. one. So day That one. ends at midnight. Okay. We go home thinking, oh, my God. And they were telling everybody, no photos. Don't take any photos. But I'm the only idiot who did, who, who followed the rules. So I don't have photos of a lot of this because uh. I was trying to follow the rules and not take pictures. Girl, people were taking photos everywhere because all their photos are on Instagram. Shame on them. Only myself and Ava DuVernay didn't take photos because they were like, don't take did photos. Did you talk to Ava? I didn't. I saw her across the room, but yeah. I just didn't get over there because it was so. When I tell you, it was so crowded. It was like people everywhere. Oh, I love and it. And the dinner was fabulous. It was beautiful. Was the it the vegan? catering was it? No. <laughs> I have fish. You know, I'm a pescatarian. Go on. <laughs> it was. I'm sure it was caught with like love. Um, <laughs> fabulous. I mean, the food was incredible. The wine was incredible. The champagne was incredible. So yeah. this night ends at midnight. Next morning we have to get was up and do all, a church service. Was all white people serving? It was mixed. So what, one of the things, I know, and somebody did pick, point this out, though, that, you know, because I have a friend that actually has a show on the lot mm-hmm. because, you know, The Walking Dead has shot there. That's where The Kingdom was shot, yes. was on there. Part of um, Black Panther was already, so it's already been in, in, up and running for like two years. Right. This was just the grand opening. So a lot of people actually use it, but there were, but according to this person I know who has a show on there, there were many more black people. They hired a lot of black people, a lot, probably a lot of local people. Yeah. That were from the community. Because it's in a part of the community that's not like the rich part of Atlanta. Yeah. It's, it's in like not. the regular people part of Atlanta. It's not far from the Atlanta University Center where Clark yes. Atlanta University, Morehouse, Spelman. It's, you know, because we would get off on that Lee Street exit on I-20 and then you go 
and go down, and that's how you would get to one of the entrances of Fort right. McPherson. Yeah, so and it's now, not far from there. Well, now whatever the street used to be called that leads up to it is now called Tyler Perry Boulevard. Shut Ma'am, up. when you are on the highway, you go, and he's got a big overpass sign on the highway wow. that says Tyler Perry Studios. So the next day— I'm about to cry, man. That's so cool. The next day, they then have this church service. And, you okay, know, I work so on Sundays, so I don't get— You had get, to go to work first? No, no, no. You had the day off because Jonathan Capehart was in. Jonathan Capehart was in. So I go to the, we go to this church, which I miss church, and one of the big things I miss about church is the music, obviously. Yeah. When I tell you, Shirley Caesar. Oh my. Um, the the what are their name? The Clark Sisters. Ooh. Um uh oh my There's God. a movie coming out about the Clark Sisters, by oh, the way. Oh, is there I really? I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Uh going on and on and on. I'm gonna I'm gonna forget all the names Please of the people. Please say Yolanda saying. Adams. Yolanda Please Adams, Adams closed Adams. it out. Yolanda Adams was the closeout, of course. Oh, love, Yolanda love, Adams love. It put it down. Yes. I mean, when I tell you this church service was the most inspiring musically, wow. there were about eight different big name, big time acts. And that's before T.D. Jakes did his sermon. There was a sermon? A full sermon! Oh, my God. And when I tell you, it, the sermon was about Noah's Ark. And he Where said, was this church so service? They erected a giant tent that served as the church. Outside, you get there and you sit in all these beautiful picnic tables. You're sitting at these fabulous picnic tables, and they're serving you these, like, appetizers. And then you go into the church, and, and wine and champagne. Oh. And then you go into the church service. You listen to about eight incredible big-name acts. Yeah. Yolanda Adams closes it out. Oh. And then T.D. Jakes comes up. For First of all, they introduce, you know, T.D. Jakes, he comes on. And this sermon that he gave, I mm. don't, I, I, this is my church for the rest of the year. Because what he talked about was Noah's Ark and how Noah, people thought he was insane and that it took him 100 years to build this ark and people all thought he was crazy. They said this is not possible, but all the disbelievers ended up under the sea. Mm. And Noah took a chance on his faith. Mm. So that's the Tyler Perry connection. Yes, yes. He made Noah's Ark so relevant. And then he talked about the fact that mm. when you when you in just transporting fish, I know you don't eat fish, mm -mm. but they talk about when catfish get transferred across the, the country, people are trying to figure out how to make the catfish taste the same way on the West Coast as it does on the East Coast. And what they ended up doing was, I mean, I'm sorry, different kinds of fish, not catfish, but a different kind of fish that people like to eat, that what they would do is put catfish in with the other fish because catfish are predators. They would chase the other fish. And so the, the fact that they would chase the other fish means you didn't send them dead because they just didn't taste right. You wouldn't send them alive in a fishbowl because it just wouldn't taste right. So to get these other fish, whatever kind of fish it was that you wanted to taste good, you put catfish in with them because the catfish chase them around and prey on them the whole way to keep them, and it keeps them active, and it keeps them moving, and it keeps them squirrely, and that that's the way they get there at their best. And they're, so the, what so T.D. Jakes is saying, so sad. I but know. Go on. But <laughs> I know, it's not a vegan message. It's not. But the but message on. was that the people in your life who seem to be making you miserable, the bosses, the, you know, whatever it is in your in your life, that the people who make your life the most miserable are just your catfish. They're the people who are chasing you mm. through life that keeps you fresh. And that what keeps you fresh and keeps you able to perform are the catfish in your life. So what you should say is not leave me alone, catfish. You say, thank you, catfish, because you keeping me fresh. We all mm. out there are like... Thank you. Like, it was so <laughs> inspiring. And then there was the wow. brunch. 
of the gods. Because Tyler has been going around saying after this opening and interviews that he's been doing that he's really been shut out by Hollywood. He yes. said he's been snubbed a lot mm -hmm. as of late mm -hmm. by Hollywood. And that was surprising to a lot of people who feels like he's been having, you know, he has a movie every other year. Every other year. He has but, TV yeah. shows everywhere. That, all the time. Oh, all this success, but not the case. Not the case. And the thing is that he is somebody who, as you said, have had to fight through poverty, through rejection. He's homeless. Homelessness, you know, sleeping in his car, living yeah. in his car. Mm -hmm. And now he has this Sexual ultimate abuse as abuse. a child. Yeah. And so now at 50 years old, He's achieved his dream. Like, this is a dream come true mm. for him and his little adorable little son that oh. he's going to inherit a movie studio. Like, who could have thought? And you're right. The people who have said, who have, you know, and listen, not everybody loves Tyler Pears movies. And there's a lot of critique of them that I think is valid, honestly. And the way that he's made money is off of movies. I see your face. That it, not everybody agrees with the style of art, of artistry. But you cannot knock that hustle. I am mad at the hustle. You cannot knock. It's, it's like I feel about the Kardashians, right? I can knock the product, but I cannot I'm knock so the hustle. I'm so glad you said that. Oh, I've never done. I don't knock the hustle. Don't I think the Kardashians, the hellified hustle. Brilliant. They done took a whole bunch of kids whose only skill is looking cute, and they have made it into an, an empire. Like, it's not like the Jacksons where they, all, they could all sing, right? Like, there's certain people you can make an empire out of their talent. Yeah. Some people just make an empire out of their will. And Tyler Perry... Look, you can love his movies, you can love Madeir, or you can look down on Madeir, but this man has taken Madeir and made it into a an M an freaking empire. pyre. Please note this episode with the praise of the Kardashians <laughs> by Joanne. Can't knock that hustle. Just put As Samuel L. Jackson might say, you can't knock that motherfucking hustle. You can't. Mm -mm. You cannot. So, okay, church service. Church service was incredible. The brunch. Eight did stations. You go, wait, wait. Did you go to a different place? Okay, church service no. ends. Then you what happened? You go through this. So I need to experience this. Yes. So you're in this tent. We're sitting with Stacey Abrams and her <sighs> chief of staff. And as this whole thing, we're jumping up. Every song, you're jumping up. And at one point, Stacey Abrams turns to me. She said, well, you have a lot of faith in this little grandstand because I'm standing up jumping. You know, <laughs> I was jumping and shouting. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> so after that, they sing the final song, which is, um, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I need no, 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 no. It's called uh, what is it? I uh, I can't live without you. Is it uh, oh my God, what's the song? You know this song. Is anyway, it a gospel song? It's or, a gospel song. Or... It's usually a good song for the end of church. But anyway, they're singing the ending song, and we all walk out. You walk out of this giant tent that they created. It looked like a tent that was permanent, like almost like a circus tent. It was so big. Yeah. You walk out of it. You walk past the choir through a corridor. You're walking through this corridor, and it opens up into I guess one of the other studios. I wasn't even sure where we were at this point. Because then you walk in and have this fabulous brunch. One thing I skipped, when you first got to the Sunday, before you even get to the brunch and to the service, mm -hmm. you got on another bus. You went through where the, you know, where the red carpet had been, get on a bus again, and they took you on the tour. That's the video that Ava ah, produced. Okay. You do this whole tour. And yes, they have a full-size White House. It's about 20 to 200 feet small than the real White House. Wow. Full size. And it's not a facade. Because like he has have... a new show that'll be on BET called Correct. The Oval. That's right. So I guess that's And that's, that's where that's they're for. shooting that. Most of the stuff is for stuff he's using. Yeah. There's a, a full size 737 plane structure that you can use to shoot airplane related stuff. There's a giant ship that could be a cruise ship. There's a helicopter landing pad. There's a full helicopter, full landing pad. Wow. There's what looks like a landing strip for an airport. There are houses that are full to code, full not facades like they have in Hollywood, full homes with lights and electricity and plumbing. Um, it's a city. 
And then you have the old structures, the stuff you probably remember as a kid, the old buildings from like the 17th century, the old military buildings, which they can use to house people if they want to actually stay, you know, have their crew stay there or the cast stay there when they're filming. When I tell you it's a city, so that's even before the church service, you get this tour in the bus of basically a city. Wow. A city he's created from just a dream. Crazy. Girl, when I tell you it was the most inspiring thing I've ever seen in my life. I've, oh, that's just incredible. Yeah, and it's not, and again, it's not, it's not about the movies he makes. It's about the dream and the vision. Because other people will be able to come there yes. and create, and that's a part of the a big part of the reason why he created that. Because yep. it gives people of color, particularly black people, an opportunity when they're shut down by other studios, that's an right. opportunity to get their projects made. Yep. More likely. On with this, which is why it's so smart and so strategic. Who yeah. got those studios? Mm-hmm. When you're giving it to Denzel, who and can Spike say, Lee. "Let me create my own"? It gives these people who already have some kind of access, but yes. maybe they they don't have, you know, they don't get the green light. That's right. like a Matt Damon yep. or George Clooney, yep. even though they should. Yep. Now, come and on, wouldn't you want to make your them? film in your own studio, Will Smith? Like it's so smart yeah. strategically. The way he gave those out, yeah, um, that it will encourage people to produce there, yeah. and also even the people who are not them. How amazing would it be to be in the Cicely Tyson studio? Come on, man! I mean, come on! It's so inspiring just to be there, and so and how like, wonderful for her. She oh to, nearing God. the end of her life, yeah, and such an incredible career that continues to now have a studio named after her on Tyler Perry Studios. Come so, on, man! And, and if you've ever been to like the the Universal yeah, or the yeah. Warner Brothers, the studios are these big buildings where you go inside and like you do Ellen inside of it. Right, right, right. That's what those are, and so they're humongous, and they're you know, they're 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 huge, and so they they also they, well one person who was up obviously not there who also has a studio is Diane Carroll. So there is a Diane Carroll studio. Yeah. So I remember her they family They were hoping was there. she was going to be there. Yeah. Tyler talked about getting the call. That's when I think most people started crying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was incredible. I mean, it I, I got to tell like you, it. I, I had to give him, I, we walked out of there, Jason and I walked out of there so inspired. All the things we want to do were like, get the dream board out, write right. it down. It inspires you, right? Yes. Yes. Oh. You can do anything. It really, you know, as you, as somebody who's just launched a, a new web business, a new yes. business. VeganSexCool.com. Vegan you can do it. Like, it may, you really walked away from there feeling like, you know what, whatever it is that I dream of doing, I can yes. do it. I love that. That's what I loved about it. Oh. Yeah, it was very inspiring. I hope, and I'm sure knowing Tyler that he'll do this, but I hope that he recorded everything and that there's some special. Oh, there's going to be a special on BET. Okay, and then we realize later why everyone was filming. Okay. Because it's going to be a special on BET. Yeah, there needs to be. Yeah, Everybody be. needs to experience that. Did 100%. you see Tom Joyner? I didn't see Tom Joyner. I didn't he know he was there. there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Ellen's executive producer was there because he texted me. After I left, I didn't get the text because I didn't have my work phone with me and he had my work phone number. Mm-hmm. And I realized that he was there. I don't know if Ellen was there, but her executive producer was there. Oh. There were so many people there, girl. When I tell you, I, I can't even count who all they were. Who's who? It was a who's who. I love that. It was a who's who. Oh, I cannot wait to see this special. I need to see all your pictures. I need to see all I don't of them. have that many because they were saying don't take pictures. And so I wasn't running around. All the time for you to follow rules. And I followed the rules. And Viola Davis was there. I didn't see her. Her dress was magnificent. I but I didn't her see her on video. Okay. Yeah. I did. I never saw her. And I love Viola Davis. I've met her once and she's super nice. But I didn't even see her in that crowd. It was so many people. Oh. It was hard to even keep track of who all was there. Yeah. That's why I wrote down as many. I was like, I'm going to remember. Because, you know, my memory's so bad. I'm like, yeah. let me just write down as many people. Whenever I would run into someone, I just wrote it down. Was Shamar Moore there? 
Probably, but I didn't see him. Because a lot sure? of the... I did not see Albie Shore. Bobby Brown. I did not see Bobby Brown. But <laughs> I did not see... Uh, apparently, um, um, P. Diddy's, you know, Puffy. I still call him Puffy. Puffy's son was there, and apparently looks just I like Albie Shore. Sean Combs. Yeah. Like, stop all that. I know, but he Puffy, man. Stop trying to be some other thing. Mm. And I saw him. I said, hey. Yeah. You know. He's accomplished a lot. Well, I mean, he's hired a lot of incredible rappers who record incredible music for him. And he, you know, he had his whole Sean John thing. And he's, mm -hmm. been, you know, he's done some interesting things. Yes. He really has. He's not, a great marketer. He is successful. He is. He is successful. Very you may successful. not like his him as a rapper, yeah. but as an entrepreneur. Excellent. And a businessman. Yeah. Very. It's similar to Tyler Perry, right? Yes. There are certain people who, it may not be your type of hype in terms of the art they create, right. but you cannot knock their, it, it is like the Kardashians. You can't knock hustle when I'm hustle so is in front you of you. Keep saying this. You can't knock oh, it. This makes me so hustle happy. Hustle is real. So happy. This is such a great podcast. <laughs> so that was such a long conversation. But yeah, that was No, that. but I wanted to hear every moment. It was amazing. And so when did you leave Atlanta? So we left Atlanta. Um, we stayed. We were hanging out with Don Lemon and his soon-to-be hubby. Aww. I know. I, Don is I always Don so Lemon. much fun. Um, and we ran into um, Beyonce's mom, Susan Taylor. Mm. Um, we So a bunch of us and Tamron and, and her husband was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a bunch of us were kind of all chatting, and we really chatted almost till like five. Like we were there all afternoon, oh. and then we had a flight. We just left from there, grabbed our bags at the hotel, and went to the the airport and went home. Wow. And I was so exhausted, but I went home like really actually inspired to do the next thing. You know what I mean? Doesn't it make you want to move to Atlanta? No, <laughs> I can't with that airport. I'm sorry. I love you, Atlanta, but I can't with that airport. What's wrong with the it's airport? It's my least favorite airport in the world. I Why? cannot stand it. It's too big. It's unwieldy. I don't like JFK either for the same reason. It's too big. And it's just, you can't get from what one place to another. What you to do in the airport? You got to be taking a bus. Every time I land, I have to change planes. I have to get on a bus. Like, it's not right there. Flight. I know. But sometimes I have to change in Atlanta. It just depends on what flight I get. Well, that's that's not Atlanta's airport's fault. That's your travel agent's fault. And the traffic? In oh, Atlanta? my God. I never sit in traffic. Yo, you don't know how to get around it. Well, Atlanta's a great city. I don't have a heli helicopter like you. I don't have a helicopter. I have a car. <laughs> All you have to do is know the side street. But, and I have a cousin that lives down there. And I will tell you one thing I love about Atlanta. It hasn't become so crazy expensive that you can't live there. You can actually have a life there. Girl, let me tell you. That's the number one, number two reason. How have they done that? I don't know how they've managed to keep it so affordable. Mm. Because it's you can still buy a house there for a reasonable like human amount. Way reasonable. Very reasonable and, and a for beautiful what you place. Get a beautiful place. Oh my god, it would be millions of dollars to get the kind of downtown Atlanta. Give me a some break. of those beautiful lofts. Ugh. You would have to. It would be three, four times as much as in New York. In New York, so yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I do love the weather is much better than here. Even mm. when it's cool, it's not freezing cold. Not crazy, even though it does get cold. It will November. snow. It does, yeah. yeah. It'll snow, but it's cold. Yeah. We have a winter. It was chilly down there when we were there, but it. it yeah, I do love Atlanta. I love. I think I like the concept of Atlanta more I love than the being in Atlanta. Possibilities of Atlanta, exactly. The I black love, mecca. Yeah, and if you, you know, if you if you're an entrepreneur, particularly, um, it's a great city to be in. It you know, because me, there's so so many well connected people that you will have access to. Hundred percent. It reminds me of South Florida, though. It's that it, it the concept of living there would be better than me to than to live there. What do I don't you think mean? I can live there. South Florida. I got South Florida. Well, South Florida, Miami sounds Ooh. so great until you live there. That's not true. Atlanta's a great city to live in. Yeah. It really is. Okay. It's well, just, I haven't lived there, so I'm listen. Right. I'm gonna go with you. First the Kardashians, next the vegan food. We'll ah. see.
You just got to wrap your head around some things. Let's, let's move on because I have to. First of all, give me your wind down after my long soliloquy. Girl, I don't even want to go into a wind down. I, I, I yielded my time to you. You let's, yielded the time? Let's get into hot topics because that We've was my wind talk. down because I wanted to hear. Baby, I'm going to show you what pictures I have. I'm gonna show I you need what I pictures have. you have. And singing with Jennifer Lewis was actually on my bucket list. So, And that's on your it's on my Instagram. Instagram yeah. Which I loved. That, was, that my, was the first thing. That's how I knew you were there. <laughs> I'm really upset that you didn't I tell didn't me you were going. I didn't mention it. No, bitch. You know, <laughs> you know it's so funny because I didn't get the gravity of it. Honestly, it was not on my mind. It was another thing in my list of things to do. Uh, and I am so mad at myself for not really understanding where I was going. Because you know what I would have been doing? I would have been Get in me that clothes. Closet. I would have been like, what are you wearing? And I didn't even ask you. And you see, normally uh, I would ask you what to wear because I didn't even think. I literally threw a couple dresses in the bag and kept it moving because it didn't, honestly, and I guess because I'm not. I don't watch his films. So it, it didn't dawn on me the way everyone else got it. I didn't get it. I was just like, it's another thing. I had just come up from L.A. I had just come back to New York. I had then gone to D.C. I've, I've been on planes so much in the last three weeks. I'm so tired and disoriented that I was like, it's one more thing. And, and, I, and I didn't get the gravity. So I think that's why I wasn't talking it up in advance. And, you know, Hank, my, my major yeah, domo, yeah, yeah. he's like, I tried to tell you. <laughs> he tried to tell me. Girl, and I just, I, Hank honestly. Hank and I, we would have had you. And uh, Donovan, my friend Donovan, who does, who tries to get me to get the Sawas, he was like, you didn't even bring up what you were doing. I just, it didn't. I cannot with but you. But it was inspiring to the point where that will never happen again. Now I'm going to, like, really get the gravity. Because sometimes the things you do that we have to do. I know. I you know do you them mean. and you go through the you motions. You just kind of roll with it because you got so much going on. Too much. I had to, yeah. And I had just come from L.A. And then I had just come from New York. And I had just gone to D.C. Yeah. So that's I had, how I, that's why the other reason why I couldn't believe that you. Yeah even squeezed it in but i'm glad you did you probably yes. should have canceled some other things i should have canceled everything before it because at a certain point in all these travels i woke up one morning in a hotel and did not remember where i was at so i was like because i'd just been in a different hotel and i kept moving from hotel to hotel to hotel i've been i literally have been traveling out of the last 30 days 15 of them i would have had you walking in there like send a fucking rella people would have been like who is that that's i'm telling that's you that's joanne reed is it you know <laughs> you, Yes, I know. Oh, I know. I know. Now, I've learned my lesson. But let's move on to another thing, because I have to get your take on this Amber Geiger thing, because no, this is all my uh, folks have uh, been uh, talking uh, about. Uh, uh, no? Uh, uh. Ma'am, we're going to start with The Walking Dead. Okay. No, you're because right. Because our right. followers are like, what the fuck <laughs> with The Walking Dead? We did not talk about Fear the Walking Dead. We didn't. You know, which was really good this season. Mm-hmm. It was it really was. good. And there were some low moments. Yeah. Um, especially some with the young moments. kids. Some slow moments with the kids and everything. Yeah. Um, there were some slow moments, but they in- introduced a new black character or two. So I was happy about that. But. Let's talk about The Walking Dead because I yes. know you watched it. I did. The season premiere. I did. As did I. Mm-hmm. And I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm bothered that Carol and... Um, and Daryl. No, not Daryl. What's his name? Oh, the king. The king. Broke up. But I knew they broke up from last season. Yeah. But, you know, he just seems so hurt. He and does. she's just, like, not even phased by hear. him, which bothers me. She's just like, whatever. But I think after the loss of Henry, yes, who I'm ha- I was happy to see him die <laughs> and be beheaded, because um, there's one less young person to deal with, uh, annoying young so person. so many damn kids. I know. They're still having kids. Still having kids. It's like, why are you doing this? Even the preacher having a kid. It's like, why are y'all having kids? Oh, so the doctor annoying. has a kid. I know. It's like, really? You guys want to procreate in the apocalypse? I can't. Really? I can't. What are you going to raise them to be? Dinner? Ugh. I know. And and what about when you need to be quiet? Right. So you can't control when it's a baby, a baby cries. It's like Daryl and that dog. 
I know, but you know what? The dog is helpful because the dog can spot walkers for you. Yeah, but so the a dog, dog is, is also going to end up dying just yes, like he will, like like, like the lion, like the tiger, like the lion, the tiger. Yeah. Um. Yes, you're right about that. Sheba. But I think the the I understand why Carol is that way because remember when her daughter died, she went cold then too because her thing was after her daughter died and walked out as a zombie, she decided she was never going to love anyone else and she was right. never going to get close to anyone else and she especially didn't want to be close to any children. Right. So she had it in her she mind. really hard. Very hard. I love that episode, that season when she killed that little girl that was a little deranged. She sure did. I was like, had to do what she had to do, Do what girl. she had to do. And so she now, I think she did. And I think um, Michelle went through that little phase, too, where it's like they don't want to love anyone because yeah. you lose people. And so that's where she is again. And I get it. That's her character. I get it. But I love the chemistry that she has with Daryl. I would love to see the two of them together. Nothing would make me happier. Nothing's, that's not going to I happen. love that they were talking about running off together. I know. But I hate that she's putting everything in jeopardy by just teasing that crazy woman. Yes, by, Alpha. Yeah, by being on her property. Yes. And she's, so Carol, I think, is, out of all these characters, she's the, our best connection to the original Walking Dead. Yeah. And she is a woman who's lost so much. And Daryl. And yeah. Daryl. Carol and Daryl are what we got left. Yeah. And she's lost yeah. everyone. Why yeah. isn't she cold and hard? Like, that's how you Because would be. she started a relationship with the king. And I yeah. get after losing Henry, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm glad that And all gone. of the kingdom except for one guy. It's two of them left. Yeah, but they're still around. Jerry is still around. I know, but not that many. I know. People, I, listen, I wish that they would find a place to settle in and just kind of figure it all out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. happy that it's back. I thought the first episode was good. I'm pissed that they keep trying to make me like Negan. I'm okay. not going to like him. Now he's out of prison and working what? in the garden. He's, he's picking tomatoes? No. Put that man no. down. Kill him off. I, I, I'm with you on this. Kill Negan off. Kill him off. They should have been killed Let him, off. him die. He should have been one of the beheaded with um Henry. How is he not? I what would let Henry. Doing? I would have let Henry live to let Negan die. That's correct because I think people love Henry Dean Morgan and people like, out in the world love him. And I'm like, we're I alone in this club of hating. Negan. We are because for some reason, even even one of my sons that now there are it, other people that watch it. They hate Negan. That hate him. That are tired of this glorification of this. I remember when he took that bat. Um, to Glenn's head he and Abraham's head. Glenn I and remember Abraham. that when he tried to make Rick cut off uh, little Carl's uh, hand exactly. or arm. I remember how cruel he was. Right, and the, and the way he ran his little tribe. Yeah, the fact that he took he other, burned Dwight's face, burned and took his wife. He remember, remember, this is the guy who forced people to give their own wives to him to be his wives for pleasure. So he was yeah. raping other men's wives. Yeah. Stop trying to make that guy a good guy. Yeah. Uh-uh. Stop trying to make him like little kids like him. It's like the Republicans and Trump. Exactly. Like, stop. He's stop trying to make, make him into like a Muppet. Him. He's not a Muppet. He's Negan. He is Negan, and I will never forget. Never. Sacrifice him. Let him go out there and fight Alpha. Let him fight. Exactly. Send and him. The fact Mm-mm. that they're also making other characters be the one. The fact that Michonne is the one who saved him and keeps him alive. It pisses me off. It makes me it like does. her less. And this is her last season. I can't get it out of my head that she leaves. This is her last season. It's her last season. season? Yeah. And she doesn't even know what really happened to Rick. That's the other thing. Yeah. She but, has no idea. But I hope that the season ends not with her dying, with her but going with off her with going off with Rick or, or being a part of the movie franchise that is to come. Yeah. I don't want to see her die. I don't either because she's our other connection. It's just really, no. you know, it's but Carol, Daryl, and Michonne. But if she dies, if Michonne dies, you know, she not only has little Judith, but the little her little kid with Rick. You know what I mean? She's she got, got two kids. Who's going to take care of them? 
who's supposed to take care of these children that they I keep having? Know. And then, you know, Judith is telling stories to the little boy. And you just, and I'm like, like, Judith, you're a problem. You've been a problem since you were born. All the kids. All the children. And you know what? I love kids. I do too, but not in the Walking Dead world. Not in the Walking Dead world. Mm-mm. And now there's a whole bunch of them. It's a whole bunch. And and they all love Negan. I can't. It, as long as he's alive, I can't love the show like I used to. I know. It's a problem. It's a problem for me. I mean, I, I still do love it, but I, I mean, every time he comes on, I'm just like, y'all need to fix I tune this. it out. Writers, y'all need to fix Stop this. Stop it. I would rather have Alpha... In every show, because I actually like that character. I she's think she's so like a, interesting. She's right? so interesting. So crazy. Bothers me that her daughter is now with them. I know. Because I feel like that connection, even though her mother is cray cray, she so, still loves her mother. And she's going to betray them. It's coming. It's clear <sighs> that she's going to betray them. Come yeah. on, Cletus. Y'all lived in the apocalypse all these years. Yeah. And you still think you can befriend the bad lady's daughter? No. And keep her? No, that girl was raised by back. crazy. So what? Send her back. She's crazy. Send her back. We right. see the thing is we would live in the apocalypse because you got to be a little ruthless. Yeah, you do. You can't be all this. Oh, I think I'll have a baby with Mm-mm. this like no. cute stranger. No, no, I would do horrible things. <laughs> horrible things. Now speaking of horrible things, now we got to talk about Amber. Okay, Geiger. let's go. Because the, so first of all, were you as shocked as I was that she was even found guilty? I was. Let me tell you, I tweeted it out. I was like, listen, I'm happy with with this decision, but I am shocked. Shocked. I was. Totally expecting for there to be a not guilty uh, verdict. Yeah, me too. I was shocked by that. Shocking. And then we couldn't even savor that. We couldn't even adjust to that because then the verdict comes down. Yep. And I don't know what was worse. The, not the verdict, the the sentencing of 10 years. Yep. And she was facing up to 99. For killing, this guy, for killing this guy in cold blood and murder yep. with really no excuse for why this happened. Nope. Um, the brother of the victim. Yep. Now, keep in mind, he's 18. Listen. listen he, he's me. a child. He's 18. He's a little man. His he's father young. got on the air and said the same thing. He's not 18. He said he agreed with his son and applauded his words and agreed with everything he said. Mm. He ain't 18. Mm. I have a problem with it. Listen, I know he's a child. I'm mm-hmm. not going to beat up on him. He's allowed to grieve his brother's death the way that he wants to grieve it and yes. react the way that he was. He has Absolutely. that right. But I think the judge's actions, mm-hmm. this black woman mm-hmm. hugging this woman in court, mm-hmm. and then I just didn't like the brother begging to hug this woman. Mm-hmm. Can I please, please, please? I just had a problem with it. I did listen and listen. I it wasn't my relative to lose. I, it, I but it just the whole thing. This thing that it, that black people that we have to make white people feel comfortable. Yeah, that we have to make them comfortable. Yeah, this woman committed murder. Literally, the guy was eating ice cream. She busted in his house and killed him. And killed him. And and here and and then also the text messages came out yes. to show that she had a racial yes. issue with black people. She had issues with black people. So here's the thing. Mm-mm. A when the sentence came out, I was shocked she'd been found guilty. B, I'm posting on like a, 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 a sort of black, but to a bunch of black journalists that I correspond with. And I said, I would not get too happy about this until you see the verdict. Because I don't know if you the remember, sentence. in the sentence, I mean, yeah. I remember there was a case in New York, and the, the gentleman's last name was Shirley, I believe. There was a, a black man who was literally at home in an apartment complex in New York. A, an Asian American police officer busted in. They were doing like a training exercise. The guy comes out of his apartment in a dark, hallway the guy shoots up into the hallway and kills the guy 
Oh, I remember that. Remember that? And this was a black Brooklyn DA that prosecuted yep. him. So I was like, oh, he actually Ken prosecuted Thompson. him. Ken Thompson, the late Ken Thompson. They sent they they found him guilty. The jury clearly because the man shot up into a dark hallway without any. The yep. first thing he did after he know he sh- knew he shot someone was call his. It was girly. PBA. That was his girly. last name. The yeah. first thing that the police officer did is not call nine one one. He called his union rep. Yeah. First, consciousness of guilt. Find me a way to get out of this. Yeah. Did his same whole. Thing she did, I was afraid. Same exact thing. Didn't render aid. Same way as Miss Geiger, Officer Geiger, former Officer Geiger. She was fired. They don't render aid. They immediately try to protect themselves. That's what police officers do. You know, I, I mean, I, I have friends that are cops. I have guy brothers cops. I get it. I don't hate cops. I, 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 I you know, whatever. But this is what they yeah, do. There are a lot of good cops. So there are a lot of good ones. Either. No, there's a, there's a lot of police. But this is how they're trained. And even my friends who are police officers will tell me in a heartbeat, this is how we're trained. I thought I, that person had a gun. I fear for my life. Those are the magic words. You get off. So I thought she would get off. She doesn't get off. I was like, oh, shocking. But I remember the, the Akai Gurley case. The he the the sentence was time served, and this mm-hmm. was a black DA that said he'd suffered enough. Mm-hmm. Everyone who watches criminal justice cases has to remember that the police, the courts, and the prosecutor are partners. They put people in jail together. Mm-hmm. The cops are always in league with the judge. The judge is always in league with the with the with the cops, and they are both in league with the DA. They work together. This is the source of their convictions. The convictions come from police work. They are partners. Yeah. So when this black police officer comes and starts rubbing Miss Geiger's stroking back, stroking her hair, stroking her hair like she was her child, when the judge is it like, was like a, a mammy. It was mammy time. It was mammy time. And and maybe mm-hmm. it's because it was the South. But you're from the South, and you know I'm that ain't right. I'm from the South. I don't feel that way at all. And it's like it it, it felt to me very much like an old sort of mammy time type. Of I'm movie. telling you, it was like like they were slaves. And, and the thing is, is that this idea of amazing grace that. You know, when the Charleston massacre happened, Mm-mm. the thing that America was the most proud of oh, yeah. was that President Obama got up and sang Amazing Grace. Oh, and that many of the the survivors forgave. of that situation forgave yes. that gentleman. And I, I'm telling you, it, it's not softening any hearts of white supremacists At all. across the country At all. to see to see black people being this forgiving. That's right. It is not changing how they feel. about it. For If anything, it's making a lot of them say, they dumb as hell. And what's happening is black people are required to always give amazing grace and yes. not required to ever be angry. Yes, so we're we required have to, be, to let it go. Let it go. And this Child. is and what Mm-mm. we're being told now, just to be clear, to let go is police officers in their off hours murdering us in our home. Let that go. In your own home. Let it go. And so I feel like the whole reaction from the brother to the cop stroking the hair to the judge, Mm-mm. it mitigated the horror of that murder. It basically gave her a... It's an okay. You know she's only going to serve five years, which was the minimum. Her minimum was five. Her, her maximum was 99. And I bet you that family will be at her um, parole hearing yep. to testify in her, Let her favor. Out. And then the, the, this giving in to this amazing grace requirement in, in, this in is white what I'm America. Saying. I had a problem Stop. with it. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Yeah, we have a right to be angry when people murder us. We have a right to be angry when we get slaughtered in church. Yeah. Angry when we get slaughtered going Process to work. Process your feelings. Process it. Everybody thinks that, you know, everybody preaches forgiveness, forgiveness, yep. forgiveness. It is it is it is a process. It doesn't mean that you don't need to feel the full range of emotions that comes with, you know, how you have been wrong. Yes. To just decide, I'm just going to forgive somebody without processing everything yes. leaves you, yep. you know, with a lot of a lot of um negative energy that you're holding on to right. because you're you feel like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. That's right. I'm supposed to forgive, but if you don't if you don't sincerely if that's not sincerely what's yep. in your heart mm-hmm. and i don't know how it can be mm-hmm. after your brother was killed in cold-blooded murder 
I, I mean, cold blood, or if your your son was killed in cold blood, mm -hmm. I don't know how you can just up and forgive someone like that. I and, don't get mm -hmm. it. And they're and they are still without their son. At the end of the day, I would have been like, "Can I hug her?" <laughs> and I would have gone up there, and I would have been like, yeah, 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 punch yeah. in the face with a with a knife. I would have had a <laughs> in, and 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 this requirement also seems to be feel pity for this cop. That's what the overall sort of theme of it was. And people think, oh, my God, I love the forgiveness. Basically, pity the cop. Pity her. Pity her why? Mm -hmm. She got the, the minimum, she, unless she got parole. She, that's the only way she could have done better than she did. My friend Kevin Powell wrote um, beautifully about this. Can you see my phone, Nina, for a second? He wrote um, something about this, which I thought was amazing. You know Kevin Powell. Of course. Um, he's such a brilliant brother and... And he called it, the title of his piece, which he wrote for Progressive.org, for the Progressive.org, um, The Insanity of White Justice and Black forgive, for, Forgiveness. Reducing yet another tragic loss of black life to a Hallmark card is not justice. That's right. Everybody's talking about, uh, I, you have to read this piece. I thought I'd send, send it yeah, to you. I'm going to send me. it to you. It is a beautiful piece, but he sums it up beautifully yeah and the reality is is the only person we should feel sorry for is both of jean because he is dead yeah he was 26 years old he had a full life ahead of him he had a life he was living he was literally sitting home eating ice cream and watching tv and it was pure racism that yep. caused her to pull that trigger if that had been a white person yep. that she accidentally walked in which i still don't believe yeah, i how... still feel like we don't know what actually happened that night and now we also know that the sole witness black young man is he's dead. dead. And so if she appeals her conviction, there is no witness. So if, you know, by chance she happens to try to appeal, who's going to testify against her? Because he is dead. So I feel like she got in every way the best out of this. She gets pity. She gets people going, oh, look at her getting a hug from the judge. And she probably won't go to a real prison facility. Club bed. Yeah. They, because she's a police officer, so she'll be at risk as a, as a police officer in prison. So they're going to have to put her in some sort of custody that's right. protected right. because she is a cop. And she's probably put a lot of those same people in jail. Yeah. And so the reality is she's going to have four, four and a half years off, and then she'll probably write a best-selling book. Yeah. She's probably working on it right now. But Kevin in his piece said, how do we continually praise black people for their capacity to endure and forgive, yet still refuse to have real and honest conversation about race and racism in America. That's right. Exactly. I mean, I, mm -mm, I I know that kid is 18. I don't care. Somebody need to talk to him. Well, the dad, as you said, encouraged it. So this was encouraged. Yeah. We're taught. I didn't, I didn't hear how the, I heard the mother did not agree with yeah. the, the son. But we, I didn't read specifically how she felt about everything. Well, we keep getting taught in our churches and in our homes that we have to always have amazing grace. That's how we're taught. We're taught that we are the only ones required to have that, and we can never have anger. No, black people are basically denied anger. Like we're and just not allowed to have it. And what's the situation where a black person has been the the aggressor and and has been forgiven? Yeah, in a situation with a white person that's a victim. The exonerated five are still called murderers by the prosecutors. Yes. who put those fourteen year old children in prison, and they are still. They were vilified. When they came out, people don't realize when they came out of prison, people it was not still picnic. believe. People still believe that they were killers, treated them like murderers, and wouldn't hire them. 
um, Corey King Wise was only be able to get a job because Reverend Al Sharpton hired him yeah. himself because no one would hire him. These children came out of prison and were still vilified while the women who prosecuted them, one went to get an, a, a wonderful sinecure at, at Columbia Law School to teach other people about criminal justice. Yeah. And the other one became a best-selling crime novel author. Well, listen, and for a lot of them, it was Ava DuVernay's with, When They See Us that convinced a lot of people finally that they were innocent. A lot of people, even after they were exonerated, still, still believed because of the way that it was covered in the in the, in the media mm-hmm. and, and the way that it was talked about and by police and prosecutors that were involved in that case, they still believed that they were guilty. And yep. somebody that works with me, um, a white man who said, I really thought that they were still guilty. Yep. Until I saw Ava DuVernay's series. And there you go. I was like, Anywho, anywho, we processing our anger. We are. Oh, coming up next, I'm very happy to say that Joanne is finally going to try some delicious vegan food. Whatever. That you've been avoiding forever. The voxtails I was talking about last week. Oh, okay, because I thought you were going to bring me like sprigs of lettuce and like a tomato. No. There is good vegan food. We'll find out. Introducing the all-new and totally reimagined 2020 Ford Explorer. It's built for modern exploration. Whether venturing across country or simply across town, over various terrains or through rough weather, it's all good. The Ford Explorer is specifically designed for comfort, confidence, and a whole lot of style. Ready to explore more? The 2020 Ford Explorer, the greatest exploration vehicle of all time. Built Ford Proud. Joanne, cousin Joanne, last week I was telling you about this story that I did about this sister in Brooklyn. She is a chef who has a restaurant called Bad Gal Vegan, Mm -hmm. and she has the Mm voxtails, the vegan oxtails, and you were like, And I heard about you standing in this line (laughs) where you didn't even get any voxtails. Well, I didn't because I just made the connection so I could connect with her and share her story because the line was crazy Mm -hmm. at Vegandale. Uh, this festival here in New York a, a couple, a few weeks ago. Yep. Had her on Joiner. Everybody's been talking about this. I talked about her on the TV show that I do here. Everybody's been talking about her food. So she brought some in. Okay. Um, and we are going to try it. But let me also introduce Chef China Love, the owner of Bad Gal Vegan and Hello. the creator of these delicious voxtails. So we're going to, we have plates, Joanne. Okay. Put your phone down. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to try, the plates are over there because I know you can't share uh, food. She's a germaphobe. I'm a germaphobe. But look at these shrimps she brought us. Yes. But they're not shrimps, they're... The scrimp. The scrimp. She don't tell us what's in it, but here. Okay. So let's see what we're going to try. And I actually don't like shrimps. That's good. If they're not really shrimp, they're actually better for me. That's good for me. I don't actually don't like li- shrimp. I don't like shrimp. I think that they they remind me of bugs. Oh, okay. So I won't eat them. I can't. You guys yeah. don't record this. It's recorded now. Oh, yeah, we oh. record everything. It's on. We're on. <laughs> but not visually. No, oh, no not no, visually. No, not but visually. we're going to take what I think we should photograph the food before we eat it. Uh, that's before a good we idea. dig into it, because I want to have beautiful pictures. We definitely do. For the gram. So I'm, and I do photograph my food. I am that person. I am that annoying person I in do the restaurant. I do too, especially when I'm, I'm cooking. Yeah, and I'm going to put the wine glass in it. 
You know, we like we like yeah. to actually have oh a, my goodness. An, I'm in a, a bit of an auteur when it comes to my food photography. So I'm gonna put. Oh my god! Yeah. Now, yes. Joanne, take some of what's there and then share. Don't eat all of it because I, I want some of that. No, I'm gonna spoon <laughs> some of it out. Because see, gonna... once once I touch it, she won't share it. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> she's bad. such a germaphobe. I'm a germaphobe. Can't. Really? I can't help it. So you should dig in. First. But she'll eat you. I I hope you eat after your children. Are you crazy? I know where they been. No, I, I, I know their lifestyles. Mm-mm. I know their lifestyles too well. Let okay, me take so a wait. photograph of these, and I'm going to go around and photograph everything real quick. And that's the burger. This is the Yankee oh, Jerk, the so got- Yankee Jerk Burger. I <laughs> China. Oh, oh, my God. But I got a surprise in there as well. You do? Wait till you open up that burger. It's I not can- just any old okay, Jerk Burger. I can't what is- wait. That one's a Jerk Burger. This is a Jerk Burger. This is our Voxtail, our beloved Voxtail. Oh, that's the Voxtail. Yes. Yeah. What's this one? This is Voxtail as well. It's two-faced. Oh, it's two-faced yes, Voxtail. Yes, with plantain. And steamed cabbage. So this one's mine? Yes. Okay. And then yes. what's this one? Um, this is our jerk burger. Ooh, so this it's one's a mine. Beyond Meat Patty oh, with oh, our okay. secret sauce. So I haven't had the Beyond Burger yet. I oh, you haven't? Uh, no, I had the other one. The, what's the one that but makes you food? But you can eat out unless you're sharing some. I would, yeah. Do you want to try some? Okay. Well, I'm going to spoon out. I'm going to spoon out so just in case because I want to get some. Where's one of forks? our main anchors. Right there in front of you. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna touch you. Yeah, oh no, I'm not that bad. I'm bad. I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> Don't lie. I'm not like Donald Trump level bad. Oh, is he a germaphobe too? Oh, he's a serious germaphobe. That and oh, like, like loving twinsies. to tweet is our the two things we have in common. Y'all are like twinsies. And also, our hair isn't real. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. But mine is just a cute little braid weave. Wait, His where is did just the a crazy shrimp weave. go? Is this live? This is the scrimp. No, so, no, it's um, no, 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 it's recorded. Okay, because I was gonna tell them where to go. Listen. Well, tell us. Uh, well, you can post it later. Okay. But tell us, um, China, a li- while we're trying this and spooning it out, a little bit about how you got started because you just started in January. Yes. Right. I started this business okay. January 10th. You were like selling back. out of your yeah. home. Yes, yeah, selling out of the kitchen. Selling out of the home. Selling out the oh kitchen. Oh my goodness. Trapping out the oh, this the is crib. Jerk. <laughs> mm, this is jerk. Mm, that's mm. delicious. You, uh, you love it. Oh my god. You gotta, you gotta can get I have that. A, a fork. Mm. Oh my god. I'm goodness. sorry. I know we're doing a podcast, but this is delicious. This jerk is fabulous. And I I used to make jerk pasta. With it's our version of empress pasta. Mm. I mean, of rasta pasta, but we call it empress pasta. So your your food is all Caribbean food? Because I'm such a foodie, of course, it's inspired by my Jamaican roots. Uh-huh. But I cook a little bit of everything. Like my ackee spring rolls are Asian influenced. Mm-hmm. So we take the ackees. We have a vegan spring roll, and we deep fry it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yes. I have a cough. I'm sorry. I have an existing okay. oh, no. little dry cough. This is delicious. <coughs> so we're oh, inspired by Asian cuisine. We're inspired by um, Nina, can I get some water? Italian. Italian cuisine. Because mm-hmm. we have the Voxdale lasagna. Drink the wine, Joanne. I did. Oh, <laughs> I'm making it better. Okay. Oh, is it too spicy for you? Mm-mm. Wait, oh, girl, that? I'm West that Indian. The, what is she like eating? I don't know, but I'm hungry. I just too. have a dry cough. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the pretend mm. shrimp, the scrimp. This is good, and it's really good. Mm. Mm. I'm glad you guys like it. Oh, oh my god! Wow, this texture is like it's so good. There's no more um fork. Mm. Oh no, no, it's fine. I you want to put it in here? I taste it. Oh, you can time. you can use that plate underneath it, China. Oh, thank mm. you. I, I'm hungry too. Mm, I haven't eaten all day. No. <laughs> Wait, there was another fork that I was using. To Are you guys green friendly? Hmm. Green friendly. What's that mean? Like. Wait, come back to the microphone. Oh, 
trying to get another plug. Oh, okay. Mm. Green friendly, like, you know, the CBDs, the the, the oh. earthly cannabises. Mm. That's my husband's domain. <laughs> Girl, that shrimp is crazy. <laughs> the, 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 first of all, the pasta is freaking delicious. Thank you. I'm going to oh take my a little God. Bit. And as somebody who doesn't really like shrimp, yeah, eating like yeah, yeah. Oh my this god, this is the best shrimp it. I've ever had. <laughs> oh my goodness! And there's no shellfish, it's no animal cruelty mm. going on. Oh gosh! I'm now, what this. made you go vegan in the first place? I have to get another one. Of these. Go ahead. I'm, I've had that all. Because like a chef going vegan is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, what made you decide to go vegan? Okay, mm. a few years back, it was a New Year's. I've kind of been on this self development kick for mm-hmm. a while. I grew mm-hmm. up a young girl that I I. Lately realized I was lacking a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Direction, love, mentorship, self-love, self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And I struggled a lot throughout mm-hmm. my younger life, just mm-hmm. trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. And then I met a couple mentors, a couple older people I was blessed to meet that taught me about self-development and self-help um, audio. And mm-hmm. I started listening to those things, which led to me just wanting to be conscious of who I am, whose I am, where I am, people around me. Mm-hmm. And it was the New Year's of 2016. I went vegan for 30 days. I didn't call it vegan. Right. I called it going plant-based. Mm-hmm. So I went plant-based for 30 days. And my mental clarity, my awareness, my senses, my yep. taste, my spell, smell, my everything just was at a heightened level after mm-hmm. fasting for, mm. for the first two weeks. You fasted for two weeks? Nothing. No food. For just, two weeks? Just, no food? Just no juice food. or what? No, what were you doing? tea and water. Really? Tea and water for two weeks and wow. That's extreme. I could hear things differently. I could yeah. smell it was just it was the heightened sense of consciousness that mm-hmm. was amazing to me. And I always was I I wanna feel like this. I want people to know that they can feel like this. Right. Life is not just the block that we grew up on. Yeah. Like, everything just changed mm-hmm. when I started uh, treating my temple different. And were you already Get a chef? Get your fork. Um, um, and I'm sorry. Will... And pass me the voxtails, please. <laughs> oh. First of all, I'm obsessed with this this scrimp, as you call it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Listen. And have you ever had shrimp, Joanne? No, I've eaten shrimp. I, I've eaten so shrimp. So doesn't this remind it's you of more shrimp? The, yeah, because yeah, it's more right? the concept of shrimp that I don't like. It's I don't mind the taste. It's to create these monkey meats. What the hell? This, what, this, listen, I'm just telling y'all right now. Because the first time that Jackie mm-hmm. made me become a vegan for a month, I almost died because I couldn't find anything to eat. If if this had been what Girl, I was eating, uh-uh. I would have stuck with it. You want this last shrimp? Because right? I, I definitely want the last shrimp. Let me get that shrimp. This looks like a shrimp. It, it has the consistency, the consistency of shrimp. and the taste. Uh uh-uh, uh, girl. It's Does magic. anyone else know these um, recipes? No, and it's hard because I want to share them so badly because... Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, Don't. thank you. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yes. And here's the best thing about it. For somebody like me who likes the taste of shrimp but doesn't like the concept of shrimp because mm-hmm. of or what if you're allergic is, to shrimp. Or if you're allergic to shrimp, this is so delicious. Thank it's you. so delicious that I can't even explain to you how good it is. Mm. It's so good. You know, and people, I, huh? people get so mad at us when we eat on the air. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to lean back from the mic. Um, and so, of course, because you are Jamaican background, mm-hmm. there's so much seasoning happening. Oh, you taste it? Yes. It's seasoned the to cabbage. the gods. To the gods. And the oxtails, mm-hmm. I know you're not going to tell us, but give us an idea of what, like, the, don't tell us details, but it's, you told me it's like nine different spices. It's, it's not like nine different vegetables. Mm-hmm. Green vegetables. This, like all the greens. Swiss chard, mm. kale, What do you call spinach. the oxtails? Moxtails? Box. Box. Voxtails. For vegans. 
Listen, you could take this home to my husband's Jamaican grandmother, right? And she would put this down. Like, she would eat this. It's so good. Oh, my goodness. This is so That's delicious. That's the plan. Like, I'm trying to look into the future. I know veganism is blowing up everywhere, but it I want to really show people that, like, my family that I grew up with, that used to kill goats in the backyard yeah. for years. Like, they uh, vegan what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you know, Jamaica's the ones who be the last one saying, no, ma'am, we can't eat that. Where the food, man? You never, you never feed me nothing. Me never eat nothing the plant. But Where the food? A lot of a lot of Jamaicans, though, grew up Ital, though. So we're not strangers of the vegetarian mm. lifestyle. Right. That's all. the thing. Yeah, That's a true. lot of Rastas don't eat pork That's true. and red meat or, or the shellfish, because mm-hmm. that's like the roaches of the sea. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's Scavengers. Why like, that's why I don't like shellfish. Don't Is that need, why you don't like it? I don't like, well, I don't like knife, crab, right? lobster, because to me, they're bugs. Yeah, they, they are. They're sea bugs. I don't know how so you don't, don't eat them, but you eat pig. Ma'am, pig is chubby and tasty. Oh, no. They're just a chubby little tasty person. Mm-mm. I'm going to put that on your, your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, is, and I told, you know, Jackie, I complained about this last time Jackie made me be vegan for a month. Because I was so hungry. Because you don't know what to eat. But this right here? Dig into this foxtail right there. Baby? <sighs> There's so much good food out there, Joanne. Oh, my God. You you put yourself in a food desert. But I can't figure out how to, ma- how to make this. And <laughs> I didn't know where to buy it. It's so good. Let me tell you. Today, if it wasn't me having a big pop-up today, mm-hmm. I was telling her, we're in between restaurants because mm-hmm. we're looking for a new space. Okay. That is going to be fully bought. I'm going to... Own it, yeah. not renting, but I'm looking to buy a whole mm. restaurant. So, think about Harlem. Everybody's saying that. Think about it. But um, so about to Jersey. stay close to my clientele and right. to still provide, we're doing catering mm-hmm. and we're doing pop up weekly pop up menus. So today, you have no idea what I just walked away from. Oh my god! Yeah, they're scared. They probably you could like do hey, a food truck. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a. What are you tasting? The is that the burger? Oh my god! I'm gonna walk out of here. <laughs> oh my god! What the hell? <laughs> By the way, this shrimp is giving me so much life. I have every piece of life right now. I have mm. all the life. <laughs> she did rice. She did um rice and peas, plantain, cabbage. fried plantain. Okay. I didn't even get any cabbage. You didn't get any cabbage? Pasta. Some in, there's some in here. The pasta is just crazy. Oh what? my god, girl, you are you are a amazing cook, amazing chef. My. But how long have you been just a chef? Period. I'm not long, but I've been cooking since a little girl. I'm the oldest of my siblings. So. Right, so you was cooking. Mm-hmm. I was watching. I was cooking. I've always mm-hmm. been a foodie. Mm-hmm. Always love to eat. What the hell? <laughs> okay, pass me that burger, girl. You have to. Let me have it. I'm, I'm not going to touch it. Honey, you take some. You take a Let corner. Let her take a corner. Yeah, please take some. No, go ahead. You can take some. No, take yours first because you're the one uh-huh. that is germaphobe. I'm, I'm the weirdo here. <laughs> I'm the weirdo. I shouldn't be eating bread, but I shouldn't also be eating Me neither. Pasta. But it's, it's Friday. It's Friday. Oh, this has mac and cheese in it. Oh my god! It's That's called what? it's called the Miss Mac Burger. Did you try this? No. I mean, so get get approval from them because they yeah. might split that in half. You know. <laughs> oh my god! We gotta feed our Nina. Mm. Oh my god! Ooh. Mm. What the hell? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Right? It's good, right? It's so good. This is like an ASMR podcast. Where the napkins? Hold on. Let me get us some napkins. I am so sorry. <laughs> How good is this food? <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah. So you didn't tell me you would eat like this. I'm available for bookings. Book a baddie. Book, a, <laughs> book chef baddie. 
I just might do that. <laughs> I feel like the next time I throw mm-hmm. any kind of a party, mm-hmm. especially since I'm going to invite Miss Jackie, mm-hmm. and the last time we did a party, did my Thank birthday you. party, and I had to have a whole side menu because there were two vegans there. Mm-hmm. One of my producers, Natalie, and Jackie. So we actually had a whole like tray, but all we could think of to make were right. greens. No. And you can't just think <laughs> of greens. That's, That's not all right. We can think of. You see the little spice in the jerk burger, right? Mm-hmm. I can I can mess with the levels of that though. You I can make it a little less, a little more. That's mm-hmm. perfect. You can you can never please all the people though. Because I, I got people that tell me this is not spicy enough. Mm. What? Honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You throw some hot sauce on it if it's not spicy enough right. for you. Mm-hmm. They be mad. Wow. Very spicy. Mm. This food is crazy. So tell us a little bit about what's on the menu that's not here. Tell us oh what's on your menu. What's on my menu? Because Ooh. I know you have collard greens. I do have which collard I, greens. Which I know you didn't have time to mm. get for me today. Cow. This is a huge <laughs> a- ASMR. I am so sorry for all the chewing. I okay. know. We're sorry. Some of our top starters are Aki's spring rolls. Ooh. We have no crab cakes. Collie fire wings. Mm, we, fire. we triple batter our cauliflower after we marinate it. Mm. 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 It looks good. I haven't <laughs> had it yet, but I've seen What is photos. wet wings? It's our wings drumstick. Your version of chicken wings. Yeah. Oh, my God. You Jason should see the pictures. You, the pictures are you crazy. also deep fry that. It's good. Empress pasta. Mm-hmm. Curry no goat. You make curry goat? Yes. <laughs> curry no goat. Yes, honey. You okay. don't want my whole family over. <laughs> pasta pasta fries is my play on disco fries. You know, with the meat and the gravy and yes. the cheese. Yeah, so pasta pasta. You have scrimp and grits. It's an ode to Jamaican party mm. culture. Oh, you even yeah. have a burrito. Because you know a lot of Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so I'm influenced by a lot of different... Oh, this is not the brochure. This is just the one-page brochure. This is just the one-pager. Okay. Well, first of all, the food looks delicious on the brochure. We have tasted what's on this brochure, this delicious burger, which is fire. I oh mean, my God. fabulous. Thank the scrimp, fire. What's this one right here? Is this my, what's this one down here? That's the crab cake. That's the crab. Oh, that's the no crab cake. No crab cake. Yes. How did you come up with the recipes and the ideas for what to make? Is it really just from what you grew up eating? Yeah, for the most part. And mm-hmm. just trying to find a way. How do you go about finding what will actually become a substitute for like shrimp? How do you even figure out what? A lot of trial and error. Yeah. A lot of trial and error. A lot of investing in my recipe development. Yeah. Just. Cooking and cooking and are you a, are you like a chemist? Are you like a PhD <laughs> you know, I always chemist? wanted to be a scientist when I was. But little. that's what this that's is a what science. Chef is it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's trial and error. It's mm, experimenting, experimenting and it's coming up with unique yeah. items, food items from mm-hmm. something that may not have just right. accidental. Yeah, a lot you of just things keep experimenting. I keep a lot of things were accidental. My I'm crab telling you, were. I, well, you're brilliant. The Thank shrimp, you. the scrimp. I'm sorry, not shrimp, scrimp. <laughs> I'm gonna be so full when I leave here. Have oh you guys had stew chicken? I've done. I love, yeah. Okay, I do stew chicken with a boneless chicken breast. That's obviously not chicken. Mm-hmm. Not chicken. And the wings. I do it. It's so good. Like something about brown stew chicken is just so. It even my kids so love filling. it. Girl, yeah. we are it's spicy but a little sweet. Yes. It's good. And yeah. so you cater as well. I cater as well. Yes. Okay, next party, Jackie. We might have to have a party just. We might yeah. have a party. Yeah, I want to well, do a pop up brunch, like a brunch or something like something. So here's what I'm okay. thinking. So, Jackie has this new website called... Vegan Sexy Cool. And I think we should throw a big coming out party for Vegan Sexy Cool. And I think that the food should come right from you, my dear. I think so, too. Uh, And we can, you know, have it be motivational. You know, my... Yeah. I keep telling Jackie my purpose. I know my purpose is to inspire. Yeah. Because I've been so depressed in my life and Mm -hmm. just at the... 
I can't believe that because first of all, you would not strike me as somebody who would lack any confidence. Yeah. You're obviously beautiful. Well, you were you were, you were very living stylish. in, a, in a, a shelter for some yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. She, she, <laughs> hit, she hit the bottom. You know what? It really shows you that you know the glory, but not the story. Because mm-hmm. I just met you on the street, I would think, oh, this girl is supremely confident. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I used to wear my hair really low. It takes, and mm-hmm. I didn't have the confidence to do it. If you mm-hmm. wear your hair low, you're fabulous. You're very Thank chic. You. I would think, oh, this girl got it all together. Well, I came a long way. And if I would have known a long time ago, it was just that everything is in me. Yeah. Everything that I, excuse me, that was ever looking for is just inside of me. 100%. My happiness, my confidence, everything is not anybody else going to give me what I want and exactly. need it. You know, my favorite movie is <laughs> The Wiz. Yes. That's <laughs> because that's the message of The Wiz. Everything, Believe in yourself. That's what yeah. I'm saying, that mm-hmm. you already have it inside. That I love yeah. that movie. And also, I love Diana Ross. Well, who of doesn't? Course. I do too. Yeah. I don't recognize the other version, just The Wiz. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody. Whoever those people were. I don't know. Oh, this you, is so good. Oh, so my God. God. Have you guys and, seen the new movie, It? Is it It or Little? Uh, oh, oh, Little. Oh, yeah. Little. little. You saw it? It I is a whole it. other scary movie. <laughs> no, no, wait, not no, it. Little. 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 I seen that. With Regina little King. Girl. Yeah, with yes. Regina King. I'm sorry. I only put it up because they referenced Wiz in it. Mm. She was crazy and just like a super entrepreneur, like bossed up right. corporate marketing exec. And the big lady from The Wiz. Yeah. Was her number one Don't inspiration. nobody yeah. bring me yeah. no bad news. <laughs> was that Eveline? No, what's her name? Eveline. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, China, we are going to let you get back to Girlfriend, work. thank you. You've changed my life today. <laughs> for bringing can I keep all this, this pasta? delicious food? You can keep all of this. I'm about to eat all this food. I apologize to my diet. Oh, no. Are you sure? I'm very sure. I'm eating all this. Next time, come back, bring some more scrum. Okay. <laughs> I will. And it's fine. We're coming to Brooklyn. We're coming to Brooklyn. We're going to come to the restaurant. I have um, a business bestie and a mentor. His name is Rodney. He owns an establishment right next door to where I'm supposed to be getting my new space. It's called BK Lobster. Mm. Oh. So you guys can come. We got to come. When are you moving? Inviting ourselves. Soon. And again, I know some people might be confused that I'm talking about BK Lobster, but no, that's my business bestie, and he allows me to use his space. Oh, so that's where we can get this food. Yes, you can. Okay. Okay. So BK Lobster, this is called... Bad Gyal Vegan, mm-hmm. being bad tastes so good, mm-hmm. is the log line for it. And go to badgalvegan.com yes. just for, and follow on Instagram. Yes. Just and it's to, Bad Gyal Vegan on Instagram. Yeah, B-A-D-G-Y-A-L. And we're going to post all the pictures of the food that we've enjoyed and like gla- we guacked it to say it like the West Indies. We guacked oh this food God. down with we no did. shame. No shame. I'm ashamed. I'm, I'm not ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I'm ashamed. <laughs> I was hungry. All I ate was a kind bar all, all day. Because <laughs> I'm scared to eat because Jackie won't let me eat anything. I'll let you eat She's something. She's trying to starve me to death. Not true. But see, you don't have to starve. So the, and I think that's the lesson, is the first time I did it, I did starve. All I could eat was literally, no like, way. what, bread no and way. water? I'm a foodie. I love food. I don't know why. And, and that's what people have to realize, and that's why I wanted her to come in, because people think when you go vegan that they're that you're eating broccoli and, and that's it. That's all I was And nope. bean sprouts. And if you do that, there's so much food out there. Um, great food at great restaurants. This is a perfect example. And I think yes. for heritage space, you know, reasons those of us who are West Indian or if you're Southern, mm-hmm. there's like a whole food history to being black. Yeah. And black food history is so much a part of who we are that giving up those staples of black food of your lineage is like very hard to walk away from. So mm-hmm. what I love that you've done is you've taken all of these parts of black food identity and you've worked it into a way that people can still enjoy that and still have that culture and still, you know, get I rid of the meat. Because I still feel the guilt. <laughs> I still feel the guilt. Because like this, the this real is comforting, thing. you know. <clears throat> it is. And but I can Comfort do clean food. versions. Because yeah. I could have gave you that with um, cauliflower. 
Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. You know? So true. So, but you didn't. I could have ear fried the plantain, you know. But the box tail. She showed you. You did the right thing this time. You did the right thing, girl. Do right it thing. like right. this. It's the original. <laughs> well, Chef China Love, thank you so much thank for you. taking the time thank to you, come Jackie, and for having me. Thank you and for being, being so. And thank you for being so generous. I love you, and there's more to come. Thank you. I'm gonna interview you on everything I do. Thank you. Party in Brooklyn. I know. With the cousins I and Miss China. If you're ready to be bad, hit us up back. Y'all Ooh. vegan. Ooh. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm Tastes ready. so good. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Okay, let's take a picture, and then I'm going to come back and eat the rest of this food. <laughs> for real, for real. It might be because of the seasoning, too. Mm. What'd you say about the food, Joanne? So, let me put my headphones on. I know. So, I'm giving Cousin Jackie an A+. Plus. Well, she starved me the first time she tried to make me I be vegan. I did not starve you. She tried to kill me, y'all. Mm -mm. She supposed to be my cousin. She tried to put me in the ground. <laughs> not true. Having me eaten nothing but... I was eating spinach, broccoli, that bread, is, that was your and choosing. inhaled air. <laughs> I was so hungry. Mm -mm. I thought I was going to... I didn't think I was going to make it, y'all. I kept trying to tell you there was great vegan food. Mm -mm. And you were in Brooklyn last and night. No, I was in... No. Were you in Harlem then? I was already in Harlem. Have you... You've been a seasoned vegan? It's not on... Um, Grubhub. Girl, it, it's not on Grubhub. Do you only eat food that is delivered? Pretty much. Oh my God. I don't have time to cook. I so can't. I'm home. I'm like literally going on, you know, seamless in Grubhub. There was nothing there. So I was literally the only time I ever had anything that was even like a full meal was Impossible Burgers. Mm. Now, I was quite regular. I will <laughs> give it that. But I was starving. <laughs> I was literally making out my list of like my funeral music. I was like, let me go ahead and make out them songs. Uh, you are so extra when it comes to eating, which you're not. <laughs> don't have time to cook. If you don't have time to cook, what you should do is get uh, get meals delivered to right. you. And now we, of course, have a great sponsor where I can get that from. But I just didn't have time to sign up. Okay. Well, now you can. <laughs> so, um, because she does meal prep as well. Yeah, You can get this food delivered to you. Uh as part of her meal prep program. Wait, I can get this food delivered? Yes, you can. Okay, so Bad Gal Catering, China. Bad Gal Vegan. Bad Gal Vegan. So go to badgalvegan.com. Badgalvegan.com. Because we want to big her up. Because the food, let me tell you, it was like I was saying last week, this line at Vegandale, the vegan festival, yeah. was down the block around the corner. I can see why. It now was, I see why. And I told you, the sister in line was like, this food is so good. It's re it, it, I can't describe spice. how good it is. It's so spicy. Mm. So, and I, I have a little bit of a cough. That's why, I, like, I had a coughing fit earlier because the, the spice hit that my dry cough, yeah. and it's just like set me off. But in a good way. Scrimp and pasta, mm. a plus plus plus. And the all the Caribbean oxtails are delicious with rice and peas, and, and with cabbage. your plantain and cabbage, and the whole night, everything you would get going to the little Jamaican spot. Amazing. I know the yes. burger. That crazy. was crazy. Ridiculous. And it had like mac and cheese, mac and on, cheese top of on it, it. But all vegan. And and nothing tastes like anything other than what you would normally eat if you're just eating the meat-based stuff. Right. It tastes exactly the same. Delicious. And one of the things that, you know, we talk about this a lot, but one of the one of the challenges that companies have had, even when I was a vegetarian, I used to eat like veggie burgers. And they're terrible. They, they taste like sandpaper. Apart. They fall apart. You can never make them have the consistency. You know, like the, the mouth feel of a burger. Right. And so they taste, so you're forcing yourself to eat it because you know it's what you need to be doing, but right. it's not enjoyable. And it makes you just hate food. Ugh. Like when I was a vegetarian, I just didn't really, other than when I was cooking, as you said, because when I was cooking food, I was making all these recipes that were like stuffed bell peppers with rice and, you know, um, all sorts of like 
it was really good. Like I was making all these veg, you know, all these vegetable based meals right. because I was trying to force my family to be vegetarian with me. And since I was making them miserable because I wasn't letting them eat meat, um, <laughs> I wanted to at least serve them something tasty. So I was right. making all these things. I, I did a, I actually back then made a an eggless quiche, mm. and I did it with what at the time was the best version you could get of a non egg egg. Oh, it was quite good. Really? Now they they complained about it. They were well, mad because, because in their heads, just like you, yeah, you know, people get in their minds. Well, I don't want to eat this, but if you didn't tell them, right, they probably would have loved it. Yeah, because they're not thinking. But I was a little bouncy, so they were like, "We don't want to be vegetarian." I was like, "Well, you're gonna, because I'm cooking the food." Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, there's there's great my and the point with this is there is great vegan options out there for you to eat. There is delicious food. I mean, listen, after this meal, right, would you be hungry for something else? Would you feel like you're not satisfied, like you were missing anything? I feel like a bad, bad girl. That's how I feel. Uh, right. But the thing is, like, what she was talking about, the way that she didn't, it, like, this is not necessarily not the suffering. healthiest choices. Right. You can't eat like this every day. Mm -mm. But even if you were not vegan, you can't eat fried foods and right. things like that every day. You mm -hmm. have to make healthier choices. You have to skip. You have to mix right. it up. You have to mix it up. Mm -hmm. But if you're but her cabbage, you can eat that every day. Her greens, her rice and peas, you know, the 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 voxtails, you know, because that's just a mushroom with a lot of spices. Mm -hmm. You can eat that every day. Mm -hmm. But the burger yeah, and the fries and the scrimp because the scrimp is deep fried. But when you treat yourself, you know, enjoy the, those things. Right. When you treat like yourself, once yeah. a week, I'll let myself have something that's just really flavorful yeah. and just bad for me. Well, this is fabulous. Right? You bad, girl. And what are we drinking with it? We should we should big up our wine because oh, this yeah, wine is should. quite good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's like a bit fizzy. It's like a good, it's got a little pop. What are we drinking? Oh, Lord, I can't see. Let me, <laughs> let me get my glass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Cleona, what's, oh, get your glasses on. Hold on now. Don't hold be ashamed. Don't be ashamed, Cleona. Don't be rushing me. You're trying to seem young, but don't you know we old me. as hell. Go put your glasses on. Wait a minute. Girl, you know you can't see. No, wait. Those are my driving glasses. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Come on, Cleona, what you doing? See, one day when we're old, that's, that's what our- my, my pill box. <laughs> <laughs> that's what our podcast is going to sound like. Um, Jackie Reed. Jackie Reed, can you get on get on the microphone, girl? You put your hearing aid Stop in. Stop rushing me! I gotta get my reading glasses. Put, put your hearing aid in, girl. Oh. You know you can't hear Wait shit. A Those are my workout glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Reed, now you know you blind as hell. Go get your glasses on. Wait, this is this wine is. You know you gotta hold the glasses you gotta hold away it from your face because <laughs> they don't work on your face. What is it? Oh, baby, baby, go ahead and pull Open some more in my glass. So this is a, this is one of, I love a rosé, mm. and I particularly love a sparkling rosé. Mm -hmm. This is called Philosophy. Mm. Uh, it's an Italian rosé made with sparkling wine mm. and organic grapes. I love it's yummy. that. It's really good. And it's vegan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's a vegan wine. Jackie's like no a animals slightly were taller Napoleon Bonaparte. No animals were harmed <laughs> in the production of this podcast. <laughs> That's Baby, good. can you hear me? Put your, put, your, put your hearing aid in. You know you can't hear them. <laughs> That's the interference. Girl, did you take your pills first before you ate this Girl. food? Come on now. You're going to get the gout. You're going to get that gout. The gout. <laughs> the gout. <laughs> You're going to get that gout. Girl, this food was delicious. Fabulous. Uh, so let's give a shout out to the wine god. Yes. Wines by Moselle. Make wine your religion. Wine Church is an educational wine home delivery service created by Moselle Watson. 
Uh, each month, the wine God will send you four bottles of wine along with a personalized wine sermon, tasting notes, and food recommendations to help you understand wine and identify your palate. Yummy. Join the congregation. Won't you come? At winesbymoselle.com. The doors of the church are open. And if you use the promo promo code READ, R-E-I-D, for 15% off your three-month subscription. Fab. Go to winesbymoselle.com. Boom. Love that. All right. So then we go to the ending. Well, Jackie, I have to tell you, I'm so full. My I'm belly, glad you enjoyed it. Belly full. Well, this has been quite this the um, podcast for me. Oh. First, you praise the Kardashians. I mean, I praised them Listen, in a limited way. Know, no need to it was say a anything limited more. Stop amount right of there. Praise. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you praised them. And then you celebrated vegan food. It was delicious. Bad this gal was, vegan. Girl. We are so full. Our whole table is full of uh, empty plates. We could not even eat everything. We are so full. I mean, girl. We can't, I can't finish it. I, so I, delicious. Thank I'm God I didn't onion right burp here. on camera. I, was, I literally would have burped on, on the mic. <laughs> it's so good. Bad so Gal delicious. Vegan, China. She's awesome. China She's love. so sweet. Yeah, go to badgalvegan.com. Follow her on Instagram. It's bad, B-A-D, of course, G-Y-A-L, vegan. Yes. Um, follow her. She's about to blow up. And if Jackie uses Bad Gal Vegan as her instrument of torture to try to force me to be vegan, actually, that might work. It will because she does food delivery. And Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to make sure you and your <laughs> non-cooking household can't believe those kids don't cook. I would have trained all. I would have sent all of them to cook school. They know how to make ramen. That's not enough. They should be all <laughs> trained chefs. They know how to make food. Like, they can make their own food. That's the thing. They all buy their own food, and they cook their own food. So but they, they should make eat. food for you. That's true, but they're never home. Remember, they have lives. You know, lives. But where do they lay they their, not home. Where do they lay their heads? They come home, like, after me. Girl. Mm-mm. Especially Jamar. Jamar's never home. You know, did you see Jamar launch his new website, by the way? No. I forgot to big it up. Yes, Jamar. Jamar Reed has launched his Jamar, J-M-A-R-R-E-I-D.com. Okay. He launched his new website. It's his acting website. So you can go on there and you can see all of his incredible exploits. I love and, it. And your sister. You have news about your sibling. My sister, June Buggy. Is going to be, so June has been on a secret mission. So part of my travels when I was in uh, California, she I saw her for one day, and then she jetted off to, to uh, Canada for a secret production, which she was not allowing us to say what it was. But you can now? Now we're allowed to say what Miss June was doing. Okay. Uh, and it turns out Miss June is going to be in a Marvel show. What? June is blowing up. So, yes. So, okay. I so, love that. Yes. And of course, June was in Mindhunter, which is so good. Which She's was so good in it. So incredible. And so, Deadline, uh, Deadline, which is the sort of website that does like all of the new yeah. um, shows and movies that are coming up, mm-hmm. it's called Marvel's Hellstrom. And she is in the whole like rigmarole that talks about the new cast. And Winsome, she, Winsome, June has a main character role in it. Um, so she's blowing up big time. Like, I'm actually so excited, so excited because June has been acting for, and I don't think she would mind me saying, she's been in the game for like a good 20 years. Yeah. And she's been but doing. But she's been able to support herself as an actress. The girl does not do waiting tables. That's like Viola Davis. Yeah. She just does acting. Same thing. She just does straight up acting. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of her because she literally has managed to, like, live her dream. Yeah. And now she's going to be in a Marvel series that's going to be on Hulu. Um, you've got to check it out. And so, yes, her name is June Carroll. 
Um, that is actually what she goes by. Don't say Carol, because then it's people think it's going to be spelled differently. No, because it's C-A-R-R-Y-L. So I say Carol so people know how to spell it. Okay. It's C-A-R-R-Y-L. Okay. So she's in Marvel's Hellstrom, and she's in the cast, and it's going to be amazing. I love that. Yay, she's got to come on the podcast. We got to get Judy to come on the podcast. Yeah, when um, she's in New York. We will get her to come on. Well, she's going to be in... Um, She's going to be in in Canada while she's shooting this. And so she's there as a part of it. So, yeah. She's Yay, in this. She's June. in June Carroll enters the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's the story that I'm just seeing on here. She's going to be in the Marvel Hellstrom cast and she's going to be there. It's going to be on Hulu. Uh, it's going to be there's like a member from The Walking Dead that's in it. It's got like an amazing cast. And my sister. Aww. who's going to be the star of it. And I think she's going to get an Emmy for Mindhunter. I really do. I love that. I'm believing on God that June is 100% going to get an Emmy for her role oh. in Mindhunter. Well, we're going to dress you for the Emmys. I'm going to dress properly this yes, time. And I, Yes, I'm going to warn you in advance. Ugh. I need your schedule. You do. Because I, I don't do. remember what I'm... I told you, I literally... You do too much! Do too much. I threw a, a dress in my bag and got on the plane. It was so pathetic. I got there and I was like, oh my God, there's like a real red carpet here. Oh shit, I'm not ready for this. My heart hurts. I know. <laughs> I was not ready for prime time. Oh, Jesus. But I needed it, Nina to get me something. Nina dresses be fly. Oh, that girl is fly. Oh, I needed Nina to dress me. Mm-mm-mm. We will work right, on it. Guys. Love you guys. Please watch my cousin, Joanne, on MSNBC this weekend on AM Joy, 10 a.m. until noon on Saturday and Sunday. And unless she's sneaking off to some <laughs> huge affair, she's going to be there this weekend. It's pretty pathetic that I literally did not mention this. I thought I mentioned it to you, but it just was not in my head as a big thing. I saw Isn't that you crazy? like days before. And I literally. Two days before, you said nothing. And literally, I didn't even open the, the velvet invite. For like a couple weeks when I got it, when some, sorry, my daughter opened it. You do not deserve your celebrity status. I don't. I don't earn it. And you can catch Jackie Reed, who's actually (laughs) understands how to be a real celebrity. Uh, She can catch on the Tom Twitter Morning Show Tuesday and Fridays at 8.15 a.m. New York Live. She has so many freaking jobs. Uh, In the New York area, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. The Hub Today in Boston at 12.30 P.M. One time I think I texted you while you were taping the hub today. You did. Yeah, I did. And you can also catch Jackie on Serious Progress XM on Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern San- Eastern Standard Time and Sundays at 9 a.m. I've actually moved to Sundays at 11 a.m. We got to update this. Yes. Nina, we got to update this. I just and found out. Of course, you can catch Jackie forcing you to be a vegan on vegansexycool.com. It's, at least she lets you be sexy. Yes, and cool. And cool. Vegansexycool.com. But you're required to only eat out. vegetables and. That is not true. Rice. Not true. Because <laughs> I featured Bad Gal Vegan on That's my true. website. Now there'll be good food. Now I won't die. Yes, no, you weren't. Thank you for letting me live, place. Jackie. You would have lived longer. I, I love you. I love you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>